Maniacs, welcome to the newest episode of the Needless Things Podcast, where we talk about toys, movies, music, and all manner of pop culture dorkery. I am your host, Dave, and I've got a little, uh, it's not a cold, I don't know, I've got some kind of weirdness that's that's making my voice sound slightly more bassy than it normally does or something. I don't know, I don't know what's going on here. I'm trying to stay hydrated, I'm trying to stay healthy, and I'm trying to stay hyped. The three H's of... Well, life, really. Hydration, health, and hype. Uh, Just ask Mojo Raleigh if you can find him, because he sure hasn't been on TV lately. Uh, So anyway, this week we're in it. We almost got like an extra week. Okay, well, for some people, this might seem like an extra week before... Christmas starts, but to me uh, and and the uh, the family here, this is like an extra week of Christmas, like of lead up, because Thanksgiving came just a couple days early. Really, uh, on being on the twenty second means we sort of got an extra week of November, uh, because it doesn't end until tomorrow. So I, I feel like I've got this cushion of preparation available to me before we really and granted we've got our trees up we've got the lights on the house outside i've still got to figure out i got these weird old school they're on plastic frames with the sort of tinsel and shapes of candy canes and snowmen those type of deals i've got to figure out how to hang those because our our house stupid us we didn't buy a house that has hooks all over it already to hang decorations for various holidays you'd think that would have been a, a no-brainer but we we overlooked that particular aspect of of home ownership so i gotta figure out how how and where i'm gonna hang these things but anyway it, it's just been like we've got a little extra time to breathe in the christmas and it's been really nice I, i've loved it so today's episode is kind of an in-between before we get into real holiday focused episodes I've got a DragonCon episode for you. Uh, one of the panels we recorded at DragonCon, which I've still got a few of those left that I need to get up. Uh, but today's episode is, it sort of fits into a holiday-ish thing, because to me, part of the holidays is Christmas presents. Uh, and if you're my age, one of the classic Christmas presents uh, would be video games, video game systems, cartridges back in the day, uh, whatever. And one of the panels that we recorded at DragonCon was the Video Game Character Hall of Fame, which uh, myself and Beth, Beth uh, sort of put the panel together. It was my idea to do the panel. And of course, Joe and Gary, the Classics Track, uh, gave us the forum in, in which to hold the panel. Uh, joined by our pals Ryan Cadaver, Selena Balls, and Noel Wood, but it was we just we didn't come up with a great name for it. So Joe gave us a name, which is one of the things that he does. And this isn't necessarily a Hall of Fame; it's more like a battle royale. We should have called it Super Smash something uh, because what we ended up doing was let the audience judge the greatest video game character of all time from our own personal selections of our favorite video game characters. Or or really, not even our favorites, our nominations uh, for which ones we thought were great. Which, 
you know, here on Needless Things, that actually means our favorites uh, because we certainly let personal bias come into this. Because what's what's interesting about facts when you could bring feelings into it instead? Uh, health, hydration, hype, and feelings. Uh, but anyway. This was a risen ended up being a really, really fun panel. Uh, very interactive. I got some great audio from it. I think you guys are really going to dig it. So I, I felt like this was a, you know, video games since the 80s, uh, really my entire life, uh, have been an integral part of the holiday season because they're always, they, they were on my christmas list they were on my sister's christmas list they're on my son's christmas list like everybody can relate to wanting video games so i figured talking about the great video game characters and finding out which one was truly the greatest of all time and boy are you guys going to be surprised by the result because we sure as heck were uh, was perfect for for sort of an easing into the holiday season uh, another great way to ease into the holiday season is with movies uh, my son and i went to see Ralph Breaks the Internet, and I got to tell you, it, it was kind of disappointing. Uh, to me, I, I think it, it should have been called Ralph has a lot of unfulfilled potential because when you're taking on, when you're throwing, we're, we're going to lampoon the Internet, there's a lot of material there, and I feel like they really didn't take advantage of it. I, I And I'll, I'll be honest with you, I think if they had taken a different tactic in promoting it uh or in presenting the concept of the movie it wouldn't have been quite the disappointment that it was because it's a good movie but it's not a good wait till you see what ralph and vanellope do when they get into the whole internet it, it because it's it's far too small scale and focused for for that idea uh i i am anxious to see it again without expectation oh and i'll tell you this too it's another one of the cases where some of the best stuff from the trailers was not in the movie at all and that's what it was is is it very much focused on a, a couple of specific corners of the internet without being the the broad uh internet web spanning experience that i i was expecting going in uh but i i do think it's a good movie uh you know all the actors obviously john c Riley, sarah silverman they do a great job everybody in it does a great job it's gorgeous it looks amazing uh, i would like to have seen it in 3d but that wasn't an option for the showtimes we had available so i i guess really it's it's not i'm not saying don't go see it i'm saying don't expect a great non-stop run of your favorite bits of the internet it's it's much more story focused it's more well and and it's more about ralph and vanellope uh than it is about anything that they do in the internet which is probably better because it's going to make it i i think probably less dated it's going to age a little bit better but uh but still it wasn't as big a movie as i was expecting but it was probably better than i'm getting giving it credit for right now uh one movie that way over delivered was the absolutely fantastic christmas chronicles which is on netflix right now so you can just as soon as you're done listening to this show you can just go watch it immediately uh it's the one for those of you that may not know it's the one with kurt russell as santa claus and it's a very formulaic story-wise but you're not there for a new Christmas 
experience or, or a, a revelatory narrative that you've never seen before, you're there to see Kurt Russell as Santa Claus, and believe me, this movie knows it. He is the star of the movie. There's like there are a couple of kids in it, and I, I continue to be baffled by this new crop of Hollywood kids that are not annoying. Uh, the two kids in it, are, they do a really good job. Uh, they don't bother me at all. If this movie had been made in the 80s, there would have been two whiny, insufferable shits. Uh, but these kids are cool. They're fine. And, and another thing is, if this had been made in the 80s, it probably would have been... Like, the kids would have been the star, and you would have seen Kurt as Santa from time to time. But they, the, Kurt Russell's the star of this movie, you guys. And man... Does he get he, he gets to do every Kurt Russell-y thing you might want to see him do? It wouldn't surprise me a bit to learn that the whole pitch for this was, hey, Kurt Russell wants to play Santa Claus, and maybe we can tack some story onto that. But it's it's a lot of fun. You can sit down, watch it while you're decorating the tree, which is what we did, uh, or or whatever. Or even if you're if you're not a fan of Christmas, you just love Kurt Russell. I think you'll still dig this because, like I said, it, it is it's it's him. It's all him. So definitely check out Christmas Chronicles. Uh, and finally, if you are local to the Metro Atlanta area, as the Needless Things podcast is, there is a very cool holiday exhibit, I suppose. Uh, outdoor exhibit called Illuminate Georgia that has brought lighted displays, I believe, from Beijing, China, to Gwinnett County, Georgia, which is an interesting choice. But it's right outside of Sugarloaf Mills Mall, uh, and and it it does there's admission, but it's it's not much, and it's totally worth it. Believe me, uh, we went out there with our pals uh, Battle Cougar and Ryan Cadaver last night. Had a great time. There's a little food pavilion with with uh, well, they're food trucks, but then there's an actual tent with cuisine uh, from around the world, and it was everything that we had was really good. Uh, the displays are really interesting and neat, and and a little there. When you think Chinese Christmas attraction, I feel that you're expecting a certain level of weirdness, and Illuminate Georgia delivered. That's all I'm gonna say. Uh, but it was great. It was a great first uh, event for the season, uh, or or if you know if you haven't done anything big yet, if you haven't been to Stone Mountain, if you haven't gone out to Six Flags, like this is a solid uh, interim event that you can pretty easily get to and do. There's plenty of parking because it's right there in the Sugarloaf Mills parking lot. So there's you know parking is not an issue. Getting in is not an issue. Uh, we had a really good time. And I I have a tip for you that I don't know how best to tell you. Go when Bam Bam the Panda Man is there. I don't know how you find that out. We lucked out. And when we arrived, Bam Bam the Panda Man was out front. And if you follow me on Instagram, uh, you can see our pictures of Bam Bam the Panda Man. He's incredible. Uh, but our pal Bo Brown went... And Bam Bam the Panda Man was not there. And it's funny. Well, I feel bad for Bo. But it's funny because when we were leaving, Bam Bam the Panda Man was gone. And Ryan Cadaver and I were talking about, like, man, can you imagine if we we came out here and visited this this admittedly awesome, like, light show thing 
uh, light exhibit thing. But then, like, tomorrow we got on Instagram and saw that panda, and we knew we missed him. I kid you not, guys, as soon as I got home, Mr. Bo Brown commented on one of my pictures, that wasn't there because we, we all knew he had already gone. And so Bo experienced exactly what Ryan and I were saying would be so horrible, and I'm sorry, Mr. Bo Brown, uh, that you missed the magic of Bam Bam the Panda Man. I can only say, uh, you know, I would say you should go back, but who knows? He seems a little elusive. Like, it, it, it seems like it was a lucky coincidence that we got to meet him. So there you go. Uh, illuminate Georgia, well worth a visit, but if you manage to meet Bam Bam the Panda Man, then that yeah it's just like the holiday bonus for you uh so that's all i got for you introduction wise it is time to move on into live from dragon con 2018 the video game character hall of fame the the most inaccurately titled panel i was part of this year but it was still a great time and we had a blast and you guys are going to love listening to it of the Dragon Con American Sci-Fi Classics track. <laughs> Welcome to a panel about video game characters that we could not come up with a name for, so Joe just tacked one on. <laughs> so we're calling it the Video Game Character Hall of Fame. Uh, this being the Classics track, we're going to be talking about classic video game characters, which is, what was our cutoff? What did we decide? 2000. 2000. Yep. 2000. So uh, some of you in this room may not even have been born uh, in 2000, which depresses me greatly. <laughs> I'm Dave West. I'm the host of the Needless Things podcast. I do a bunch of stuff here on the Classics track. I love it. I love Dragon Con. I love all of you guys. And I love my panelists. Uh, first, I would like to introduce uh, my friend Beth Van Dusen, who does a lot of stuff for the Needless Things podcast, and who uh, this this panel I, I, I gave to her because I'm lazy, honestly. <laughs> and, and, I'm I, and I'm not sucker. good at video games. <laughs> Beth, what's going on? Um, so are we starting with the rules? Uh, I think we start with the rules, then we'll go down, and right. we can introduce themselves and say which video game they played first, and Alrighty. go from there. So this isn't just a discussion about video game characters. You, the audience, are involved. There will be three rounds where we will each name one of our favorite characters. At the end of each round, you guys will choose. At the end of the third round, the ultimate winner, classic video game character of all time, will be decided. So please be prepared, and please don't yell at us if we miss somebody that you love. There's only so much time in an hour. <laughs> yeah, there are a lot of video games, you guys. I don't know if you know this. There's so many video games. It's ridiculous. And they keep coming out, which is why we had to stop at 2000. Plus, it's a classic track. So what was the... Well, I'll, I'll say. All right. Uh, the first video game I ever played, uh, my dad brought home. And this is very out of character for my dad. He, he's, uh, he's a technology guy, but he's not like a nerdy entertainment guy. But I remember him coming home many, many years ago when I was a young child with an Atari 2600, the wood grain model with the, the silver 
toggle switches that if, if you were a kid who, who wanted to beat his dad at video games would try to surreptitiously reach up and switch the difficulty on his controller. Uh, never worked. So he brought that home. Very excited about Pac-Man, but Pac-Man was not out yet. Uh, we ended up playing Combat, which if you remember Combat... Uh, it's an ultra-realistic depiction <laughs> of the grueling rigors of war, uh, represented by little neon-colored tank pixels. But I love uh, to this day, I can still play that game, not as long as I used to, because honestly, come on. Uh, but the settings would have like ricochet bullets and invisible tanks, and like it was just it was the same game every time. But you could change the little uh, the way the tanks operated, the way the ammunition operated, and everything else. And that was the first thing I played, uh, and I still love combat. Beth, what about you? I also began with the Atari Twenty Six Hundred, but I started with Asteroids. And my dad, being the jerk that he was, wanting all the video game to himself, plugged the console into his bedroom. Oh, so if man. I wanted to play video games, I had to go sit in his bedroom on the floor and play Asteroids for hours and hours and hours until my dad would say, okay, that's it, get out of my room. I Go to sleep. And, and by modern standards, Asteroids and combat are not hours and hours and hours of entertainment. No, they're really not. But he, after a point, it was just like, let's see how long I can keep this little brave astronaut alive. He has no name, but he has to live. Which is why he's not eligible for this. Exactly. Yeah. That unnamed astronaut. Godspe- <laughs> Godspeed, little man. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I'm Ryan Cadaver, and uh, yeah, the first memories I have is playing Pitfall. Uh, I love that game very much, uh, and and still is a classic to this day. Uh, but the the ones that really captured my interest when I really got into gaming were all the horror games, like even the really bad ones, like the NES, like Friday Thirteenth. Like I love that game. I still kind of like it. I like the aesthetic and I like it. It's good. Uh, it's fun. It's hard. It's brutally hard. And it was terrifying because anytime you walked into the house and you saw Jason Voorhees, that big purple and blue mask Jason Voorhees. There's one walking around here, too. Yeah, yeah I saw yeah. him. I saw him yesterday. Uh, it looks great. But yeah, uh, it, it was just absolutely terrifying. You know, you're, you're fighting the little zombies in the lake and stuff. Because you know how the zombies are in Friday the 13th. You know, that's a very big part of the movie, <laughs> uh, obviously. Uh, lake zombies. But yeah, uh, every, every time you run into Jason Voorhees, it was just the most terrifying thing ever, but I was hooked on it, and, and I grew up a horror fan, so that's kind of what really hooked me in. Still, horror gaming is my my favorite aspect of gaming. Oh. Hello, everybody. I'm Selena. Um, oh, by the way, uh, Ryan is lead singer of a really awesome band called The Casket Creatures. Thank you. Appreciate it. And you guys should absolutely come and see their live shows. He is so much fun to watch. It is the best thing ever. So I want to plug you. I appreciate it. I should have done that. We'll hook you up. (laughs) Um, Some of you might also know that I uh, did a little horror hosting show. I was Guella DeVille for a few years, which was really, really fun. You can see that on YouTube if you want to. Um, My very first uh, video game was... Uh, Super Mario Brothers slash Duck Hunt for the original NES. I remember whenever my uh, my parents brought it home, and my brothers. I have two older brothers, and so it was more for them. It wasn't for me. I was like five whenever they brought it home, um, so it was more for them. So it stayed in their room, and I wasn't allowed to go in their room. 
You guys I, were treated horribly. Yeah. Well, because well, I was the baby and, you know, I'm supposed to give them their privacy or whatever. And I'm like, but I want to play the video games. So um, eventually my middle brother, who has a serious temper temper problem whenever he can't win games, um, got the Nintendo and its same system moved to my parents' bedroom. And so then all of a sudden, it became free reign to me. So that was the first ones that I was playing with good old Super Mario Brothers. I still hate that dog from Duck Hunt. Okay. Oh, why, why can't you shoot the dog? Yeah. That's going to be my Everyone in this room has tried to shoot that dog. Everyone in this room has experienced the frustration of not being able to shoot that dog. It's when so it pops annoying. up and laughs, mocks you. Try it. Mocks try you. it. I still love the Smash Brothers. I still, yeah, that's right. That's right. I still wake up in the middle of the night screaming about the dog. <laughs> and uh, I am Noel Wood of darkdroppings.com. Um, I... My first video game, I don't even remember because I played a few in the arcade, but much like Beth and uh, Dave reminisced here, um, we had the Atari 2600 when I was a child. However, we didn't have the actual Atari 2600. We had the Sears Telegame system, which was a rebranded Atari, and everything was the same. Um, The games all played the same. They had slightly different names. So I didn't have Outlaw. I had Gunslinger. I didn't have... um, Le- uh, air sea battle I had I can't remember they called it something else um, Dodgems was called Dodger Cars so they were all slightly different except for Combat Combat had the same name and it was still the pack-in game Was the system a different color like the G.I. Joe exclusive it they was, do? It looked just like the other, like the original one That's except it was said like Sears Telegames instead of Atari 2600 I wanted it to be like bright bright blue <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. What was it like to see Kennedy shot? <laughs> 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 I'll tell you after I park my dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> so clearly, you can tell who the old people on the panel are. <laughs> Are we ready to get this started? Is everybody ready for round one? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we'll start down at this end and work our way back. Noel, kick right. it off. Um, okay. Uh, I will start off with uh, one of the most fun games that came out of the 90s in the Sega Genesis uh, system, um, Earthworm Jim. Uh, at a time <laughs> when, like... Interesting stories weren't really a thing in video games. Um, you had a character who was, I mean, it's like really unique, uh, just a really well thought out concept of this little earthworm. He gets a super suit, and then you know he gets these special powers. And um, but the game itself, tons of fun, uh, great like animation, a really unique like hand drawn style animation. Um, and I hate to say like ahead of its time because that's what people say about all sorts of things. But it's really a game that was ahead of its time, and that character was one of the reasons why and you know they obviously made cartoons and stuff out of it later on but uh, you got you really got a feel for that character just by playing that game even on an old 16-bit system like Genesis. Do you remember which version because it came out on Genesis and Super Nintendo Mm -hmm. and when that happened there was a difference in the gameplay and and the look and everything like one system could handle certain things better than the other. Do you guys remember which because one was noticeably better with Earthworm. Jim. I think it was the Sega one. The I think it was yeah, the Genesis, Genesis one because yeah, I generally preferred the Super Nintendo. Mm-hmm. But 
I think you're right. Yeah, well, yeah. it was it was built for the Genesis, so yeah. it was anything else it was on, it was ported to later. Okay, okay. so it lost a little bit. I'm real quick, real quick. Sega Genesis hands. Super yeah. Nintendo? Yeah. I like that. Alright. We got that out of the way. I'm changing all of my, my stuff right now. They started it. We've been like, who's still making consoles? <laughs> oh, it's a good call. Oh, wow. Um, I'm going to go with, uh, for first round, a character that is very near and dear to my heart, and that is Crash Bandicoot. I, I I have very fond memories with Crash Bandicoot because it was one of the first games that me and my oldest brother really bonded together with, and um, it came out, what was it, 96? So it was like, I think the original PlayStation? Yeah. 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 What was it? Um, I just, I just loved it. You have the, like, the little, little fruits. It was a little, uh, it was like a platformer game, so it wasn't really all that complicated. But dear God, there was so much stressful situations involved. Like, you're running through the, what you think is the same little, you know, level, and then all of a sudden, you get Indiana Jones out of nowhere, and it's mm-hmm. just crashing at you. <laughs> it's absolutely terrifying. And then the crazy mad scientist, for no reason, there's just no plot to Crash Bandicoot. There's just a crazy mad scientist, and he's trying to hurt you. Booga booga. Exactly. <laughs> and the little fruits, I just, I still hear the fruits sometimes when they're like... <laughs> <laughs> and if you miss any boxes, the game like hits him with the boxes at the very end to tally how many boxes you missed. And I felt so bad getting this poor little he's a dingo by the way, he's a little dingo guy. Get this poor little dingo man like absolutely just hammered with boxes. <laughs> and I'm like I feel so bad. But yeah, Crash Bandicoot, we would we would very happily take turns playing it because when he would get upset, I would go and I would finish the level for him and then he would go back. <laughs> so every time that they got stuck in a rut, I'm gonna help you out, bro. So <laughs> the Crash Bandicoot for me. <laughs> uh, yeah, so for my first pick, I'm gonna go with Solid Snake. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, uh, Metal Gear Solid's one of my favorite games of all time, and uh, he's just, he's an all, he's the ultimate, uh, I don't know, he's great. I, I love him. I was thinking about, you know, Sniper Wolf, Psycho Mantis, uh, all, you know, that that one's where I know Solid Snake from. Um, I'm going to have to go with, uh, yeah, Solid Snake is my pick. Do you remember how absolutely terrifying it was to play Metal Gear Solid? And if you if you played any other Capcom games and they were on your, on your save, memory card. On your memory card. Oh, yeah, Psycho Mantis would call it out. Yep. When, yeah. when Psycho Mantis goes, I'm going to read your mind, <laughs> and he goes, ah, you like Castlevania, don't you? <laughs> I threw my controller. Yeah. It seemed like witchcraft. Like, I was like, how is this happening? It was so weird to me, and, like, now, obviously, you know, stuff like that happens all the time, but, uh, yeah, the time to see something that interactive between different games it was so odd, and, and the TV cutting out, like, I was, like, messing with my three cables on the side of the TV, and I'm like, I don't understand what's going on. It was like it was all a prank. I, they, they went the extra mile to have the voice actor literally say multiple games, yeah, in order to choose which one it was that that you might have played other Capcom games. And I'm like, that is so extra. Thank you, thank you, yeah. thank you, Kojima. Thank and you, uh, and he's also my favorite character in Smash Brothers. So you know. 
I know. I miss I know. booty in Smash Brothers. <laughs> I just remember being so... Fr- that was the first game that ever frustrated me with a sniper rifle because he gets all shaky after oh, a while. Yeah. I'm just like, no, you gotta, you gotta hold still. All right, so for my first pick, I'm going to go with a game and characters that I feel like have both been overlooked over the years, and it is... The sequel, or not sequel, the follow-up to Rare's Goldeneye, Perfect Dark, starring Joanna Dark. She was basically James Bond, but a chick, and she had aliens. It got goofy, it got silly, but it was so much fun, and she was so tough and so cool, and I, I love that game still. I tried to play the port they did on Xbox, on the Marketplace, it needs an update. It just doesn't look good anymore, but it's still so much fun to play. Very good. Nice. And Dave is special. He didn't turn in his picks ahead of time. That's not the first time <laughs> Dave is special has been uttered in a <laughs> public forum. Uh, my first pick is going to be Ryu Hayabusa from Ninja Gaiden. Uh, nice. Not not only from the original 8-bit Nintendo game, which I, I played and played and played. It's one of the few games I... Because I, I, I don't finish games very often. Like, I could probably list on my hands how many games I've completed. Uh, but that game just compelled me. Uh, you have to leave your Nintendo on while you go to school. And I uh, hope it doesn't burn the house down. Uh, because back then, memory chips were not a thing in all games. Well, what was it? Zelda was the first one yeah. to have an actual memory chip in it. Uh, but yeah, Ninja Gaiden certainly did not. Uh, so, and Ryu was just this. He's a ninja. He's a nin- if you're a ninja in the 80s, you, instant credibility. Like, it doesn't even matter what you're in. So, it's, it's, uh, I love the guy. I love the follow up games that they did. Granted, those are all post 2000, so we're not going to discuss those. They don't count. But, uh, he had, there were three great games on 8 bit Nintendo. So, we're, that's what we got. All right. My guy for round one. All right. So, that's everybody's picks for round one. So, you guys now have to choose between Joanna Dark, Solid Snake, Earthworm Jim, Crash Bandicoot and Ryu. It's only going to get harder from here. So you're going to do show of hands or screams? Uh, we we I mean we like noise, right? Yeah, yeah. All right. All right. Okay. So who wants Joanna Dark? <gasps> I don't I don't know this. They heard us when we said we were going to need. Noise. Okay, so we want you guys to scream for your favorite. No, I, I think just one person. <laughs> Can we have some pity whoops, you know? Yeah. Just, just, just a couple. <laughs> fine. It's fine, you guys. Whatever. Sorry, guys. All right. No. All right. Let's hear it for Solid Snake. Yeah. How about Earthworm Jim? Yeah. Crash Bandicoot? Yeah. And Ryu? Yeah. It, it sounds yeah, like Crash Bandicoot crash. took it. Yeah. Crash Bandicoot advances to whatever happens later. <laughs> I mean, the not, these characters aren't here, so we have no prizes to give them, so it's fine. All right, well, let's go to round two, starting back with Noel. All right. 
Uh, I'm going to start round two with a character that this might be a little polarizing because some people are annoyed by this character. Um, this is a game, uh, and really a series of games, that is derivative in every single way, but in all of the best ways. Um, and the lead character, of course, is named Duke Nukem. Uh, yeah. It's going to be hard. Duke Nukem embodies basically like every single 80s movie stereotype. He steals all of his lines from Bruce Campbell in, in, the, in the Army of Darkness uh, and uh, other Evil Dead movies. Uh, he steals lines from Roddy Piper in They Live. Um, but it doesn't matter because it's so much fun to play those games and, and one of the first games to use that much speech. Not though He didn't talk in the first one, but later on as those games go on. Um, He's just a, a mouthy guy, and uh, no, I always had fun. The game itself is a ripoff of all the other, you know, Wolfenstein and Doom type, uh, you know, first-person uh, first shooters like that. But none of them did it as well as that game did, I thought. So that's my that's my first. It's going to be really hard to beat. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with uh, Jill Valentine from Resident Evil. Nice. Another. Oh, you guys have heard of it. Thank you. That's good. That's good. You've heard of you've heard of the Resident Evils, the evil that Resident very Resident. Do you think they have to like pay an HOA at that at that mansion? Because they did a lot of damage. Well, they're um, they're not going to get an FHA loan. That's for sure. No, they're never getting their deposit back for, <laughs> for what Umbrella did. Um, I Jill Valentine was really cool because. She's, uh, you know, she's in a mansion, and they're like, um, there's zombies. This is mildly terrifying. And then they do this great thing where they all just break up and explore the mansion individually. <laughs> Always what? a solid plan. Because why not? As a matter of fact, halfway through this panel, we're going to split up <laughs> and, and, and look for things. <laughs> exactly. Makes absolutely no sense. Um, who who remembers those weird like liquor things that were in the very yeah. original game? Yeah. The liquors are in the second. Night. No, they're, they're <laughs> the hunters. The hunters. Hunters are in the first That's game. That's it. The hunters were yeah. the ones in the first game. Yeah, they were like the gorilla lizard guys. Yes. Yeah, and those were awesome. The first have... time that they show a cutscene where one of those is chasing you is the most terrifying thing on the planet because yeah, it, like you just it comes out of nowhere and there's a cutscene. It's just first person. Something's running at you really fast and then it cuts back to pixelated you know exactly. graphics and there's just like a giant ape lizard exactly. man. What uh, do I say? Hunters rule. Yeah. <laughs> Same with the dogs in part one. Oh, yeah, dogs. out the window. Yeah, the dogs in part one. That's terrifying. The, do I mean, the dogs, I peed a little. Yeah. <laughs> I peed a little. That was a point where through. I kind of realized this, the game was something special. Yeah, it's on. Worked. So yeah. Horrifying. Absolutely. But yeah, Jill Valentine, you know, she uh, she power houred through it. Um, she's been to multiple ones now, you know, because she's a professional. Uh, and, I mean, she's just super cool. And not in an annoying, uh, you know, female protagonist way. She just got things done. That's what she needs to do. She doesn't fire the rifle and say, girl power. Exactly. <laughs> now, I, of, cor of course, the, the outfit in three, I could take it or leave it. Yeah. I, I like it. I think it's cool. Because the tube top and a miniskirt is the exact thing. That's that what you wear. want to battle zombies in. It makes sense. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, she's got a sweater in case it gets cold. So, <laughs> it's good. 
yeah. yeah, also, uh, how many people tried to open that door? Because whenever, like, because you're immediately like, why don't I just leave? And you can't. You know? <laughs> yeah. You're like, well, this is all Dogs horrible. Dogs just attack. I'm going to go. <laughs> so Jill Valentine for the win. I'm changing my pick right now because this is ridiculous, but I'm going with Barry Burton. No! Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Jill versus Barry. Yeah. I, I wanna, I, this I is going to fail miserably. No. Here, here's the justification. Interesting character. Uh, he had the whole, the whole backstory with him, like Wesker holding thing over with his family. He's like, you know, all of that was really interesting. And I also feel like he was a good dude and he came through at the end. Uh, and he also had the best dialogue in the game. Like, Jill sandwich. <laughs> and, uh, like, that one was solid. You know, uh, I also, I was a big fan of, what? What is that? And he says that, like, over and over again. And you're like, dude, it's a puddle of blood. It's right in front of you. You know what it is. But he's like, what? What? And then he's like, it's blood. And you're like, I know that, Barry. Come on. But, yeah, I, I used to have this sample of just, like, different clips of Barry Burton saying random stuff, like, mixed to, like, like dance music. And it was the funniest thing ever. And if you can find that, yeah, if you can find that, it's the funniest thing ever. Uh, for comedic reasons and because I think he's hilarious, Barry Burton. I, I let him die by accident. In oh, I'm sorry. How dare you? <laughs> Barry's a saint. <laughs> All right, so for my next pick, I went with a super cool galactic bounty hunter that isn't Boba Fett. I picked Samus. And I think the coolest thing about Samus is the fact that you you don't know that that's a woman the entire first game. You're just thinking it's oh it's some cool dude in an awesome power suit, and then depending on how you finish the game, you get to see Samus in various levels of undress. <laughs> Depends on how good you were at the game. I I did not beat it well enough to get the bikini, but that's not what I was after. Ooh, that ate <laughs> I I was just trying to kill some space monsters. <laughs> Later, they go back in the later games that we don't have to discuss because we're on the classic track, and they they made her a little softer, which I don't care for. She's supposed to be she's supposed to be butt kicking lady, killing monsters in space. She just needs softness. So, Samus for me. I always do enjoy a woman with uh, you know futuristic uh, you know power power like the power suit, you know. With like the giant shoulder and that blades, giant arm gun. Yeah, with like 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 the eighties like you know poofy things and the power suits. You know, that's like her futuristic like, version of the power. Yeah, suit. why does why does the armor have poofy prom dress shoulders? <laughs> like how, how because is that it was the eighties. That's yeah, where the batteries are. Maybe it's stores or batteries. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> perfect. perfect. Actually, in the comics, they're generators. Oh, see, there you go. Now we have an answer. Now we just need to figure out how she turns into a ball that big. Uh, Because space. Yes, because space. space. She went to the space hospital. Makes sense to me. Uh, My second pick is uh, the marble from Marble Madness. No, 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 no. That would it's be, too late. I've written it down. That would be silly. No, my second pick is... Look, my actual second pick is going to be far less popular than the Marvel from Marvel Madness. <laughs> believe me. Uh, uh, Sir Graham from King's Quest. Thank you. Uh, the first PC game... The first time I even knew you could play games on a PC was the first King's Quest when it came out on the, the five and a whatever inch floppy disk you stuck into the machine and uh, and that little guy had so many wacky adventures on my computer uh, I loved the frustration 
of typing a command that it just couldn't deal with. Uh, and, and, you know, now if you go back and look, there are run-throughs of that game on YouTube where people finish it in, like, 15 minutes or something. <laughs> and it took me, like, 15 months. But I just love Sir Graham so much. I love the humor of those games. Uh, and, and Sierra will always be, like, kind of a, a magical company to me because yeah. the, I mean all of those games were great but King's Quest is where like that's what got me started playing games on the PC when I was supposed to be doing my math homework <laughs> alright that's no, the dad, I'm playing Math Blaster really <laughs> <laughs> that's the end of round two now it's time to choose so let's hear some screams if you want Samus to win let me hear you <laughs> Are you guys just feeling sorry for me after the first round? <laughs> I'll take it. It's fine. <laughs> All right. Barry Burton? Anybody, Barry Burton? Yeah. Uh, two, two. two guys. I got two. two I got two. That's more than I thought. <laughs> That's good. All right. How about Duke Nukem? Jill Valentine? And Sir Graham? Thank you, sir. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and that one guy who likes the marble. <laughs> so that, that sounded like Samus to me. And yeah. I, absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you Samus for your pity. <laughs> what was your original second pick? Oh, mine? It was Simon Belmont, which I, I, I love him, uh, but uh, Barry Burton's hilarious, so I went. <laughs> <laughs> or the straight block from te Tetris. That was another one. Because um, I think he always comes through when you need him. We are not going to go on another. No, no, we don't have time for this. We had a massive debate about the value of various Tetris blocks. It got ugly. This panel. Yeah, if you like the square, you're dead to me. We should move on to round three. All right, round three, starting back down there with Noel. How are we going to do a video game panel without talking about Mario? Yeah. I'm not going to talk about Mario. Uh, I am going to talk about, however, Mario's companion um, that was originally conceived way, way back when Mario was first conceived back in the 80s, but they couldn't do it. It took until the Super Nintendo came out for them to be able to actually incorporate the character of Yoshi. Uh, and nice. Yoshi became it's the greatest video game sidekick of all time, but also got to shine uh, on his own and uh, as a whole species. Um, and as we learned later, Yoshi's not just a little dinosaur he rides around on. Yoshi carried Mario around when he was a baby in, in Yoshi's Island, or Super Mario World 2, which to me is the best Mario game uh, probably put out up to that point, definitely, and still one of my favorite ones of all time, uh, Yoshi's Island, uh, Mario World 2. Um, so yeah, um, I, I'm... Mario, Mario's great and all, but without Yoshi, he wouldn't be nearly as great now. So, going with Yoshi. I like Yoshi. Yeah, Yoshi revitalized. I mean, uh, yeah. What do you do yeah. with the the little plumber guy for so yeah. long? Well, and, and put in a, an entirely new set of like moves that you could do with the game, with the little flutter jumps and the you know and the ground pounds and all those things too. Those were you know exciting new ways that you could play with Mario in a in a whole brand new system. Was Mario? It was Super, Super Mario Brothers Three. It was in uh, uh, Super Mario World. Super Mario on, World, yeah. that's it. On, uh, yeah. How many of you guys played it uh, at the arcade at Pizza Hut? Oh, yeah, I have. Yeah. yeah, you guys are in the cool kids club with me. My pick, I'm going to go 
with Alucard from Castlevania, Symphony of the Night. That's right, playing my ace in the hole now. <laughs> who didn't? Who did not fall in love with Alucard? Okay, if if you haven't seen the new uh, series on Netflix, <laughs> yeah. So mad when that fourth episode ended. I was like, really? Is this a trailer? Good old Belmont describes it perfectly and calls him floating vampire Jesus. Yeah, yeah, that was good. He is beautiful. He is stunningly beautiful, which is probably pretty thankful to um, Ayami Kojima's original art for for the Castlevania series, which made that so popular because everything she does is beautiful. Um, but I thought it was so cool because he was super hot and super effeminate because he had like the thigh high boots and the fluffy shirt and like the puffy shirt and just full vampire. But he was so strong and so cool. You got to have all of the coolest stuff ever in every Castlevania game when you got to play Alucard. Wait a minute. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Alucard, Dracula, it's backwards. (laughs) You were today years old. (laughs) For for those of you that like to read the booklet like I did, his actual name is Adrian Fahrenheit Tepish. Is what now? Adrian Fahrenheit. 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 That's that's the weird. Yes. Tepish. I get it. Flat. Yeah. I think I think you need to write that down. And we're, we're, when we do the vote, we're not saying Alucard. <laughs> we're, we're, we're saying that. Okay. And that is going to lessen his vote. Yeah, yeah. you got to say the whole name. Like right, say, called say the whole name again for uh, me. It was uh, Albert uh, Thermostat. <laughs> Thermostat. Albert Thermostat Dracula, I think was his name. <laughs> Thermostat Dracula. <laughs> Degrees Celsius. <laughs> Dracula Celsius. <laughs> well, yeah. We should just call him Alcard. Jeez. Thigh high trouser pants. Yeah. It's Alcard now, Dad, because I'm the opposite of you. <laughs> that was pretty edgy. It was 98. So. Um, yeah, so with mine, uh, one of my favorite games uh, on the PlayStation, original PlayStation, was Tomb Raider. I still love that game, so I gotta go with Lara Croft. Uh, it was just, uh, I don't know, like, I love, like, adventure, I love Indiana Jones movies, uh, t- and, and now, like, I still love those kind of games, like, I love Uncharted, but we can't go there, so I'm going with Lara Croft, uh, she's a strong character, she had an awesome ma- ma- uh, mansion, she had tons of guns, it was just super cool, there were dinosaurs, like, it was just, I really like Lara Croft, too. Yeah. It's great, it's like this. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, those triangle, those triangle, uh, parts, I, I was a fan, okay? <laughs> oh my gosh. They, oh my like, god, they're on the table. They're like replicas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. There were like three on our Alright, yeah. daytime panel, daytime panel. Yeah, yeah. Okay, alright, so go back to, yeah, Laura Croft, I think she's a strong, awesome, you know, I, I think she's a great character, a great hero. She was an archaeologist, right? Yeah. yeah. That's, that's her official yes. thing? Well, yeah. not not a very good one. She destroyed a whole lot of stuff. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. So does, so does Indiana Jones. It's okay. I still I still think the first two Tomb Raider games are two of my favorite adventure games of all time. I think they're great. And I like part three, too, but it gets a little weird. There's, like, the Area 51 level and all the aliens and stuff. But, uh, uh, yeah. Lower Croft. And those reboots we're not allowed to talk about were pretty amazing, I'm just saying. Oh, I love those. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, know, I know, okay. Uh, uh, uh. They don't exist yet. They don't exist yet. We already right. used the button. 
<laughs> Alright, so I won't need any pity woots for this one because I am picking the best character from the best game series of all time, and we are going with Link. I I grew up with Link. I played the very first one. I I stuck with Link. The Hyrule Shield. I have a I have that button. I have a Triforce keychain. The overworld theme is my ringtone. Oh. Clearly, I like I like some Zelda. I I played the first one and loved it. I muscled through the second one and still stuck with the series even after the second one. Link to the Past and Ocarina of Time. Hard to choose which one of those is the best one, but they're definitely both in my top ten best games of all time. And what's great about Link is it's a different Link every time, but he's still the same the same hero, the same journey, and the same killing everybody and saving princesses and kicking chickens all over the place. <laughs> I like that every game back to that? Oh, sorry, go ahead. I like that every game has a different type of just completely different artistic aesthetic. You know, you got like little Link, you got super hyper realistic Link, <laughs> you got edgy Link, you've got fun, happy little Link. It's like I really enjoy this. There's a Link for every mood, right? And if there if there is a Link you are not a fan of, I remember Wind Waker being super controversial. If there's a Link you're not a fan of, there's going to be another Link. Yeah, don't worry, we're coming back with another one. Exactly. Wind Waker is my favorite. It's a but good one. I'm not necessarily that Link. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah, Gary Button. <laughs> Get down. Get down. <laughs> uh, clearly, you guys, I'm in it to win it today. My final pick is... Now get ready. You don't. Joe! Joe Crow! Uh-oh. Hi! Hi! Too late to talk about Donkey Kong Jr. <laughs> why do you why do you have Big Jim with you? <laughs> What's happening right now? <laughs> I'm really confused. <laughs> I think the panel I'm I'm trying to be on was like two years ago. It was three years ago, Joe three Crow. Three years ago. But you can talk about Donkey Kong Jr. <laughs> okay, well why Do we do we allow a run in for Joe Crow? Yeah. 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 Why I'll allow it. Why did he wear clothes, but his father was stark naked. Ah! <laughs> yeah. yeah, later Donkey Kong got a tie. And a collar. Yeah. So, uh, he had to get a job. It's called it's called evolution, Joe. <laughs> so, oh, solid, solid. Okay, so do we, so we throw that in there. Trees, you guys. Do we add Donkey Kong Jr. to the competition for the final vote? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. Okay. Good. This is all Judge Reinhold's fault. It always is. Actually, for real, is. All right. What the heck is going on? We're, oh, I don't right, know. Okay. Oh yeah. So I was, <laughs> I was really trying to build up, and that far out shooting into the head already. So, uh, anybody heard of a game named Flashback? Yes. Okay. Uh, the protagonist of that game is named Conrad B. Hart. Uh, it was a game on Super Nintendo. Well, I played it on Super Nintendo, and it is a brilliant game story-wise, puzzle-wise, it makes you think. Uh, it can be a little frustrating control-wise sometimes when you've jumped on a force field and died for the 30th time. Uh, but Conrad B. Hart, that just the way, the movement of that game is absolutely incredible. 
and the character, the story of waking up with no memory, not knowing who you are, and having to go through this crazy alien world that, while it uses all of the tropes that we know from adventure games and action games, uh, the way the story unfolded, you never knew what was going to happen because you had no context for what was happening. So, uh, Conrad B. Hart, uh, like I said, I'm in it to win it, people. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so for round three, we've got Donkey Kong Jr., Oh no, he goes straight to the finals. Oh, he's in the finals. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. He receives a bye. Director Joe Crow gets whatever he wants. And Barry Burton doesn't get in? Except except to talk about the big gym toy. That's never going to happen. All right, so we've got Conrad B. Hart. Two guys for you, Dave. Good job. It's going to happen to each of us, apparently. Um, We have. Albert Thermostat Dracula. <laughs> 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 All right, so wait. Good. Uh, for, for real, for real. For real. What would no, say that? Say that one again, and you guys respond how you want. <laughs> Albert Thermostat Dracula. Yeah. All right, now Selena. You say, in, in your best Guella, you say the name we all know. And you guys respond to that one. Oh, um, his, his full name or? No, no, the, the, the real Albert. Backwards. His backwards name. <laughs> yeah, but frontwards. What do you say, boys and ghouls? Alucard from Castlevania Symphony of the Night. <laughs> we tried it. <laughs> Albert Thermostat Dracula is my new favorite it's video game. It's way, way better. <laughs> way better. It's be I, if I knew how to write a video game, I'd be doing it right now. <laughs> All right, so how about Yoshi? Let's hear for Yoshi. Yeah. Yeah. I prefer Waluigi. <laughs> There's a lot of Luigi hating. And I'm here still now. mad that he's not in Smash Brothers. But that's, we can't talk about. I really just don't like John Leguizamo. Oh, uh-huh, we don't talk about that. <laughs> All right, let's hear it for Laura Croft. Woo! Ooh, this is a tough round. All right, how about Link? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's not tough at all. Stopped being tough. Okay. All right, so our rounds are done. Our rounds are done. Okay, so here's here's what we're gonna do. The link's cheating. I'm gonna turn this microphone on because I'm a professional. Uh, I'm gonna come out to you guys. If if you would calmly and civilly raise your hands, I'm gonna choose five of you. If you want to pick a character that we have not covered up here. And we'll have one more entrant into the final round. So, who uh, who would like to contribute? You're very enthusiastic, sir. Uh, what character? Now, remember, this is pre-2000. What character would you like to add? Bando Kasui. Oh, Bando oh, Kasui. That's good. Yeah, now, do we do we do Banjo or do we do Kazooie? Or are they so interconnected that we just put both of them on? Both. Both. All right, both of them on. They were the same model. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Sir, I'm coming to you because you've guy. really been supporting my stuff today, and I appreciate that. <laughs> you really know how to get your voice heard. All right. I choose Zero from Mega Man X. Oh, nice. Zero, Mega Man X. All right. Let's see. 
Oh, wow, a brightly colored jacket will always get my attention, or shirt, I guess. Um, that be someone from the 2000s, like a game from the 2000s? Uh, oh, 2000 or earlier? Yeah, 2000 or earlier. Classic yeah. track, my friend. Uh, gold from Pokemon Silver and Gold. Is that, does that qualify? Gold from Pokemon Silver and Gold? Yeah, let's go. Little Matt from Punch-Out. Yeah, there you go. Solid. Uh, let's see, I gotta get over to the side door now. <laughs> what you got, sir? I'm gonna go with Kirby. solid. Alright, what is that? Is that four? That is four. Alright, one more. The enthusiasm. Give me the Okay, the guy. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Richter Belmont from Dracula X. Uh, yeah. Okay, Richter Belmont. Yeah. All right. So, amongst those five, turn the microphone off so we get feedback. Let's vote on those five, and which one of those makes it into the final round? All right. So we've got Banjo Kazooie. Yeah. We've got zero. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Now you know our pain. Thank you. <laughs> Not so good when it happens to you guys, is it? <laughs> How about Little Mac? Yeah! yeah! Kirby? Yeah! And Richter Belmont? Yeah! So we, we can strike a couple off. Uh, Holy cow. So that sounds like, okay, so that sounded pretty close Kirby, between Kirby, Kirby and, and Little, Little Mac. Mac. Yeah. Pretty close. All right, we got we right, to run off. Yeah. Little Mac, let me hear you. Yeah! And Kirby. Yeah. Kirby. I'd say Kirby. that's Kirby. Yeah. Kirby, your enthusiasm. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> 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 Weren't you leaving? Maybe. <laughs> All right, so... We are ready to move on to the final round to pick the best video game character of all time. So just to remind you guys, don't scream yet. Just to remind you so you can think about who you're going to pick. We've got Crash Bandicoot, Samus, Link, Donkey Kong Jr., and Kirby. <laughs> so let's start with Crash Bandicoot. Let's hear it. Okay. Samus. Woo! Link. <laughs> Donkey Kong Jr. Yeah. <laughs> that one oh, this guy. This side of the room is my favorite side of the room. <laughs> and how about Kirby? <laughs> oh, I, I think it's Link. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think yeah, it's I, Link. I feel like Link is the winner. Link is. Oh Link. my God! I am the winner. I know you love him, but you're not him. Just getting my dreams poked all the heck today. You should have dressed up as Link. So let's hear it for Link one more good time. One more Now we've got a few minutes left, and some of us have prepared a few all-time favorite villains to discuss. Early villains as well. Still remember, still classic track. Does anybody have any villains prepared? I'm going to go with the dog from Super Mario. 
That was mine too. I'm like, oh, I, I actually had that one too. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Evil Auto from Berserk. Oh. Yes. Uh, I'm gonna, oh. I mean, you know, I, I was a little kid, and it's a little simple, little late bit game. Um, but that little smiling face flashing on my screen when I wasn't moving scared me. So I was sure <laughs> not to stop my little character from moving. Evil Auto. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna go with Goro from Mortal Kombat. Yeah! Um, since someone else already chose the dog from Duck Hunt, God, I wanted to shoot the dog. Um, does dysentery count as a character? <laughs> I I feel like I died from that more than anything else in any game ever. <laughs> My name's Terry. Dysentery. I don't know. It's, it's hard to go with this one, but it, to me, this this was a villain. I, I absolutely hate the character for some reason in the game, which I'm not very good at fighting games in the first place, but for some reason in the game, I always had so much trouble with friggin' Scorpion. Mm, yeah. And I know alignments have changed over the years. I don't even know where that guy lands now. He's a villain. But, oh, gosh, the go over here. Every time it infuriated me. Like, there's no... <laughs> like, there's literally no... In all the games I've played in the past, you know, 30-whatever years, there's nothing more frustrating than getting hit by that stupid spear and dragged over to that jerk. I hate him. Yeah, like, every time me and my dad would play Mortal Kombat, I would always pick Scorpion, and he literally grounded me once, because I would not, because I would not stop. Just get over here, get over here, teleport, teleport. Yeah, that's it, yeah. And I don't... And here's what's even more frustrating, is like... Yeah. He's not a cheap character like Dalzim. Yeah. He's, he's just infuriating. Yeah. Ugh. I I could never tell the difference between Scorpion, Sub Zero, and Reptile. It's just the same guy with a different color. But they do different. Totally yeah. different. Yeah. It just goes and changes. It's fighting costume. games. They all look alike. There's no way they're side by side. Oh yeah. yeah. Wait a minute. Smoke. <laughs> Boone! Oh my gosh! I just got that! Whoa! <laughs> I was day years old. <laughs> Alright, so who's who I, did you write our villain? I wouldn't even... I, I don't know that we were having a villain contest. We did have a villain. Okay, Alright, all right, all right, so everybody... Wait, wait, wait. Let's get... We've got enough time. We've got all right. five more hands. Uh, if I, I if I chose you last time, don't raise your hand this time because I, I, I you know what I'm coming right over here, buddy. I should have just come and sat with you the whole panel. Please no feedback. Please no feedback. Oh, look at this. Okay, like gonna have the red dragon for the adventure for the connected hunter. Oh, okay, okay. Red dragon. From okay, okay. You're very enthusiastic, sir. Robotnik. From Cornbread? Oh, Dr. Robotnik. Oh. Alright, go in the middle, go in the middle. Enthusiasm, I'm coming towards him. I, you are enthusiastic. I see you, I'm on my way. If I can get to you. Oh my gosh, you're in the wrong... Just yell it, yell it. Ganondorf! Ganondorf. Uh, I, I like this girl. Excellent. Alright. You've been waving high over here. I just like your smile. Look at you. You're so excited. This is going to be the best one, isn't it? It's going to be the best. Cup, 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 cup. Oh, yeah! 
Single final fantasy. I'm almost disappointed in that. Kafka is like the best. Super roll. Sephiroth. Nah. Kafka. I almost went with Sephiroth. Was that five? I didn't hear the fourth one. Oh, you didn't hear the fourth one. Who's the fourth one? Kafka. 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 It's like, it's like that milk that you can drink sometimes, the Kefka. <laughs> oh, that's the probiotic drink. Yeah, the yes, probiotic. we have five. All right, let's vote on our audience picks for great villains. All right, so we're throwing our picks out the window. This is all about you guys. So, Red Dragon. Yeah! That guy. Yeah. <laughs> How about Dr. Robotnik? Yeah! Ganondorf? Sephiroth. Yeah. And Kefka. Yeah. Wow. That's that's wow. tough. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to have another runoff. Sephiroth? Yeah. And Kefka. Yeah. I feel like there that's are more people close. cheering for Sephiroth, but Kefka has a much louder <laughs> support base. I think we have to give it to Kefka. Yeah. <laughs> you guys really like your probiotic drinks, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that leaves us with Link as the best video game character and Kefka as the best villain. Now, who wins in a battle between Link and Ooh. Kefka? Kefka. All right, we gotta be we gotta be organized. Who, does Link win? Oh. Yeah! Wow. Or does Kefka win? Kefka! What is happening? <laughs> Alright. So, this is what we've determined today. The greatest video game character of all time is Kefka! Yeah! You guys are weird. Yeah. Alright, uh, thank you so much for coming out and uh, participating in our conversation about classic video games. Please remember to go in the DragonCon app. Rate us five stars if you had a good time. And our panelists are... Beth Van Dusen from NeedlessThingsPodcast.com. Ryan Cadaver from The Casket Creatures and Theme Park Alchemy. Selena from GuerrillaDeVille.com. Noel from DirtDroppings.com. And I'm your host, Dave West from The Needless Things Podcast. Thank you, DragonCon! And that's our shoe for the week. Uh, originally, I uh, was going to post something else this week. We Months ago, we did a review of the Ghost album, which you would get that if you had heard it. Uh, and I, I couldn't quite figure out where to get it in because it's only about uh, 25, 30 minutes, if that. And I needed something else to go with it. And I just haven't come up with anything else, and it, I didn't feel tacking it onto this would really work. Not, I mean, not that it would be a huge deal, but I, w I would like to have something thematically appropriate. But the reason I was going to put it up today is because we are going to see Ghost tonight. I've never seen them live before, because up until this album, I really didn't care for them all that much. Uh, but even without this album, I, I'll go see any band live, just about. 
because I'm very interested in performance and the live presentation of music and and all that sort of thing. Like I, I've said before, I saw Pearl Jam live. Pearl Jam is one of my least favorite bands in the world. Excuse me, uh, hydrating, and. I saw them live years and years and years ago, and they were fantastic, and it didn't make me want to go out and buy their albums or anything, but it did make me glad that I had gone and seen Pearl Jam. Uh, it was it was part of a festival show, that's the reason, like I didn't specifically see Pearl Jam, uh, they were, it was Lollapalooza, 99X, Big Day Out, or one of those kinds of things, uh, and they were great. But anyway... Hope you guys had fun listening to this excellent panel from Dragon Con. We will be looking to do something similar but different next year. Uh, enjoy your holidays. Get out there and do something. Uh, there are going to be days where you're not as excited about it as other days. Uh, there are going to be days where it sounds like thunder is happening over your head. But whatever the case, love you guys. Thank you for listening to the Needless Things podcast. You're the best. You can find the show on iTunes, Stitcher, Downcast, or in the ears of a Trader Vicks employee. Love you. Mean it. Uh Uh-huh.